Hi, friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandi Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome back to episode 31 of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, Life Coach Nandi Camille, and I'm so grateful to have you guys back here with me. This month, we are diving into co-creation. Last week, we talked about the basics, kind of going over my own background of manifestation meets co-creation and what I'm playing with now, what we're talking about in Queen and Spirit. And so throughout this month, what we're doing is I'm breaking down the different, what I would call pillars of co-creation, of creating the life that you want. Really, that's what this podcast is all about. And when you, when I say believe like a boss, and I was thinking about this today, believe like a boss, I, I mean to say like be the boss of your life, right? It's often when we feel when we're feeling frustrated and doubtful or hopeless, we are not taking initiative on our life. Our life is not going the way we anticipated it going or the way we want it to go. And so resentment grows, hopelessness can grow. And so that is where all those feelings sort of harbor and fester. And we want to become the boss of our lives. When we're the boss of our lives, when we're intentional, when we're proactive instead of reactive about our lives, that's what's been true for me, is that when I'm proactive, I feel the best about my life. And so for me, when I'm proactive, when I'm planning ahead, when I know what's coming to the best of my ability, right, we roll with the punches, I'm being the boss of my life. And so when I bring in co-creation manifestation, it is to say, like, have big dreams and know that you can create that and take the pressure off of yourself and know that there's something bigger out there that wants to help you get there too. That's what all of this is about for me personally. So as always, take what speaks to you, leave the rest, right? I think that's such a good rule, um, especially as we're all developing. We're all different. We're all on different paths and have different backgrounds and different goals. Or maybe you're in a place where you resent the word goals. I've met several people lately who, when I say goals, they're like, oh, I don't even like that word because I'm so sick of having to work towards something, right? If that is not the season you're in, let it go. Also, honor it like, We are seasonally, like, as a world, depending on where you are, I moved from Florida, so it was hot and hotter, but here in Colorado, it is cold, it is wintertime, we are wanting to go in and and snooze and be warm with our families and spend time, so don't beat yourself up, especially um, my women that are building their businesses and, you know, you just dove into it, don't resent yourself for wanting to slow down right now. If you're in a season where you're like, I don't actually want to go hard right now, that's okay. It will come. Move with your body. Move with the seasons. Um, So again, take what speaks to you. Leave the rest. So the first pillar we're talking about today when it comes to co-creation is going to be playing with possibility. And I love, love this phrase, play with possibility. Um, I, I honestly can't remember if it's still a tagline on my website, but it used to be play with possibility because I think that what can happen is we become adults and we forget how to do that. So again, I have my background, my degree is actually in education, focus on early childhood, and I wanted to work with young children and started my career doing that. And I think it's because I love, what I always told people is I love the honesty of children. I love the honesty of children. They're honest about what they want to do and who they want to be and where they're going and what they're doing. And if they don't know, then they don't know. And I remember even being 
16, 17 years old and being really annoyed at the world for wanting me to know what I wanted to do. You know, 18 years old was around the corner. And at that point, it was the world was telling me, decide on what you're going to do with your life, go to college, pick that career, then you're going to do that thing that you're going to choose at 18 years old for the rest of your life. It just sounded ridiculous to me, ridiculous. (laughs) And so I just love that children are so naturally drawn towards playing with possibility. I mean, that's why they believe in Santa and magic and the Tooth Fairy and all of these things, right? Because they believe and they want to play and they want to believe and they want to have fun and that's their focus. So if you're like, I need to learn how to have fun, go back to that episode. I don't know what episode that is, but we did a whole one on how to have fun and I lean a lot on children. So when we're talking about playing with possibility, when I was thinking about where I wanted to take this podcast episode, I wanted to talk about what gets in the way as adults, really just as anybody, of us playing with possibility. So when I say play with possibility, that means like dreaming big, having fun, right? It could be as something as small as, you know, I've talked to clients before who don't have trust with themselves, and that is more so related to like self-esteem and confidence. So someone might come to me and be like, I want to work on my self-esteem. I want to feel more confident. I want to own my voice. What that really is, is a trust with yourself, right? Confident people trust to themselves. And that's when they, they have their own back, right? They trust themselves to wear those kinds of shoes or that loud outfit or diet. Like, Someone I would prescribe myself as being confident, right? If you follow me on social media at Nandi.Camille, right? I, I just got the sides of my head shaved, the top of it. I'm now bleached blonde, like, and people are like, oh, you must be so confident, right? I just have my own back. I just decided that I like it and it's fine if nobody else does. And that's really all it comes down to. So when I thought about what gets in the way of people playing with possibility, the first thing, and this is such... It's it's an undercurrent for most things. Fear. Fear gets in the way of us playing with possibility. And I was trying to think of what specific, how fear shows up, right? Because fear for me is an umbrella term, and fear has a lot of little gremlins underneath it. And so there's some of the gremlins for me that come up are fear of being misunderstood or judged right? That's a huge one. When you think about playing with possibility, when I first thought I want to be an affluent woman, I want to have my own business, I want to be my own boss, right? When I had these ideas, some of the first things, especially when I started dabbling more so, um, again, spiritual, I mean, Christian background, and now moving into spirituality and learning about different forms of spirituality and religion, because I'm curious, I'm an adult, and I have the space to do so. I was raised in a household where I was not given the space to do so, and now I can, and so I do. But when I first started this journey, I absolutely was afraid of being judged and misunderstood by my family. I was afraid of being judged that, oh, you're being too woo-woo now, or you're, you know, you're doing devil things or crazy things, right? And so I didn't want to talk about crystals or chakras or anything like that because my background, the household I was raised in told me that was bad. So then when we go and we think about playing with possibility, creating a a reality for ourselves that is 100% authentic to us, one of the things that gets in the way is we get afraid that someone's going to judge us or we're afraid that we're going to be misunderstood. That's what resonated with me, right? I was afraid I was going to be misunderstood. That, like, I was, again, going to be seen as some sort of, like, 
I, no judgment to if you worship the devil, right? Whatever. I'm all about love and peace to everybody. So I'm not a devil worshiper. I love Jesus Christ. That's how I was raised. But I also am a lover of anybody and anybody's background. And I love learning about Buddhism. And I love learning about chakras and crystals and other religious backgrounds and stories. I just love to learn about humankind and what makes us who we are, regardless of the background. So that's just who I am. But I, as I was going into this journey and sharing that part of myself really with the world, I knew that by sharing it with the world, my family was going to see it. And so there was a lot of fear there of stepping out and saying, hey, I'm learning about I, I don't know what what crystals am I wearing right now? Pre night, I have carnelian, I have some moonstone, I have blue opal, and who knows if any of this means anything? But it's been fun to learn about, right? So that's been an, a fun experience for me. Fun is one of my values, so <laughs> I'm gonna pursue fun. But often, again, what I'm coming back to is just check that out for yourself. Are you playing small? Are you living by somebody else's rules? Are you trying to make other people comfortable? This is your one precious life. I'm not saying, excuse my French, balls to the wall, F everybody, right? But you got to honor yourself. You got one precious life. What do you want to do with it? And I love what are called win-win situations, win-win scenarios. That's what I love to create in my life as much as I can as a way for me and my family to both be cohesive and both win in all areas friends, family, neighbors, whatever, as much as I can. But sometimes I do have to set boundaries and just stand up for myself. And you know what? This is what I like and this is what I'm pursuing. And this is what I'm going to learn about. And I'm going to quit my job or I'm going to leave this marriage or I'm going to start this thing, right? And you just got to have your own back. The other fear that comes up is fear of not succeeding. And I think that this is a lot more, this is a lot scarier in theory than it actually like is in reality. Like this is a big, scary monster in your brain. This is, right, not, quote, not succeeding. Because I want to ask you, what does that actually mean, right? So let's give an example of someone that wants to start a blog. You want to start a blog, you want to start a foodie blog, and you want it to be really, really successful. And part of why you're not even going to start it is because you're afraid of it, quote, not succeeding. Okay, cool. So let's, let's, what I tell my clients is give equal airtime to, to both sides of your brain. On the side of your brain that says it's not going to succeed, first let's figure out what it means to succeed. So what would it mean for your foodie blog to be successful, right? You're being offered free dinners, you're being offered free uh, collaborations, you're being paid for things. What is What does that mean for you? Because I think that what happens is, again, people hear, I, they have a dream, they have a goal, I want to be a famous singer. I want to have a successful marriage. I want to like meet someone in online dating, right? And then the brain says, but I don't want to fail. I want to, I don't want to not succeed. And then we just shut down and stay small without even examining within our mind what it would mean to succeed. And then on the flip side, what it would mean to not succeed, right? So I was working with a new client this week and, um, well, that was one of the fears that she had. She was just afraid of not being successful. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's say you're not successful. Then what? You're right here doing what you're doing right now. And she just stopped and she was like, oh yeah. Right. We haven't even like really given any grit to her big goals yet. Right. So we're basically at that like bottom starting line. 
So if she didn't succeed, what's going to happen? She's going to be exactly where she is now. And that, that's the other thing that I think that we forget. You're resilient. You are resilient. If you don't succeed, you will be okay. Have your own back. That's what we're moving into next. <laughs> right? Sometimes you just have to have your own back. When we are playing with possibility, when we are thinking outside of the box, when we are trying to imagine a reality for ourselves that is beyond our current reality that we've never experienced before, of course we're going to feel vulnerable. Of course you're going to feel frustrated. Maybe you're going to feel scared. Of course. Are you willing to show up and do it anyway? You're going to be fine. You really are, right? If you don't succeed, really examine what that means. Right. I think about me when I started my business, I when I start before I even started my business, I was a preschool teacher and I wanted to just be a wellness blogger. Right. Quote, not succeeding meant I was just going to be a preschool teacher still. <laughs> and that was fine. That's what I got my degree in. Right. So examine that, my friends. When we go to play with possibility, notice the butts in your brain. And we're going to talk about that in a couple more weeks. Next week, we're going to go into feeling it and done energy. And that's what I'm actually teaching in queen and spirit uh tonight if you're listening to this live um so the month of december we're doing co-creation all month and so the class that i'm teaching is specifically on done energy which i'm really excited about it's one of my favorite concepts to teach um but we're going to talk about that in a few weeks here on the podcast but for now my friends when you're thinking about going out in the world and especially moving into 2021 moving into 2021 i know that a lot of us feel beat up by this year. I know that this year did not look the way that a lot of us anticipated that it would look. Give yourself some love and some grace. You made it through the year. Brava. You're still here. Go you. Now, when we play with possibility and we're looking into the year ahead, I really do want you to play. Right? Don't play small just because this year had some hiccups and things that were unexpected. That is always, always a possibility, right? It, and I don't, I think that that gets in people's way too, right? What if I plan and it, you know, all goes to sugar, honey, iced tea, right? What if it all hits the fan? What if it's another year like this? Okay, you made it through this year. Do you want to mope through the year? I guess that's your alternative. You can decide to just, to just be, do this. <laughs> I don't know. Be okay with how things are. And that's that's always available to you too, right? Maybe we stop fighting. Maybe you are in a season where it's a time to stop striving and to just accept and love and be with how things are, right? And not in a settling kind of way. If you feel like you're settling, look at that, right? But if you feel like you're striving because there's like you can't just love your life as it is, that's maybe that's where the work is. Start where you are. Right? For those of you who are, who are confused, my message here is to meet yourself where you are. Meet yourself where you are. When I say to play with possibility, let's say you're feeling really beat up about this year. What would you like to imagine is possible for you tomorrow or even next year, right? That you could enjoy it despite having to wear a mask, that you could plan more socially distanced outings with your friends, that you could still make income in your business. What do you want to believe about next year? What do you want to believe about yourself right now? That's what I mean when I say play with possibility, right? Are you currently subscribing to things that serve you and make you feel good and, you know, create a life that you love and that is in alignment and authentic to you? Does that feel true to you, right? 
If it does, beautiful. Recognize what's going well. Celebrate what's going well. There's nothing to fix. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. And if you're in a place where you're feeling itchy or uncomfortable or upset, examine it. Just start to look in there. What would it mean for me to be successful? What does that mean? What would be my cues? This is work that I do with clients all of the time. What would be my cues that would show me that I would know that I'm successful? What does that mean to me? Where did I get my idea of success? Who gave that idea to me? Is it my idea of success or is it somebody else's? Where did it come from? Get really clear if you can, my friend. Right? And then play with possibility. If your idea of success is being a millionaire, play with it. If your idea of success is being a well-loved wife and a mother, then play with it. If your idea of success is being an independent badass who runs her own multi-level marketing business, then rock it. Decide what it is for you. Maybe you want to be the best third grade teacher in your school, even though it's remote right now. What would it mean to be the boss of your life? Play with possibility. Are you playing small right now? You get to decide. That's totally up to you. You check it out for you. And if you want some help, you know where to find me. All right, my friends, I love you all so much. I'm sending you so much love. Take care of yourselves. Play with possibility. I'll see you next week. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. I would love for you to come and join me in Queen and Spirit. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to nandicamille.com.